You are listening to episode 43. This episode is brought to you by my new course, How to Dominate LinkedIn with Your Personal Brand. Do you feel like when you're on the LinkedIn platform, you're not really sure how to actually navigate it? Does it feel clunky or confusing? And do you have all these connections, but you're not sure how to really leverage those connections and how to really show up virtually in presenting your personal brand? Well, that is what this course is about because since September, I've gone from 1,500 connections to about 8,000 connections on LinkedIn. Not only that, I've gotten clients through my content and people have actually reached out to me to speak for virtual speaking engagements. So if this is something that you would really like to capitalize on and take advantage of and learn about, then this course is definitely for you. And you can learn about it more uh, in my show notes and I will have the link to the waitlist just for you. And now on with the show. On today's episode, I get to interview one of my friends. We actually went to young adults together at my church, and I was so excited when she reached out to me and said she had her very own business, and that is none other than my friend Nyla Weeb. So she's going to talk about on this episode how you can be spirit-led in your own business and having a healthy mindset towards life, fitness, and wellness. So I'm looking forward to sharing her advice with you today on today's episode. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known. Brought to you by your host, Fian O'Brien. Welcome back to the Okiki podcast. And today I'm really excited to have this special guest. Um, we actually know each other. We went to the same young adults group. And also I actually got to attend her wedding. So I was super pumped uh, when I got the message from her that she actually has a business going on and all that. And that is Nyla Weeb. So I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today and to hear about how she wants to talk about having a spirit-led business building and a balanced use of IG in online business growth. And I'm sure anyone can agree that how do you build a business and have a balanced use of um, Instagram just with all the demands. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Nyla. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This is so cool doing a podcast with a friend. And um, yeah, I love listening to your podcast. I listen to it in the car when I'm doing dishes. You're, you're often in my ears and I love, oh, I've learned so much from your podcast and you're such a great podcast or host. I'm like, man, that was a good question that she asked. So I'm really pumped to be here. So thanks for having me. 
I'm, I'm genuinely so flattered. It's so cool to hear like from someone else because you're kind of just talking to the air. Like, you know, you know, people are listening, but you don't know who they are. So that's mm. so cool. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you, how did you get into this um, new line of work that you're in? And can you actually break down what your business is for our guests? Sure. Yeah, I run a, um, an online coaching business and it's called Nutrition with Nyla. And so I'm a certified health and life coach and I specialize in intuitive eating and body image improvement. And so I work one on one with women all over the world from different countries. And I just help them. I, I help them heal their relationship with food, body image and exercise and without using diet or like obsession and restriction. And I, I got into this because um, there's a quote that's like, be who you could have used when you were younger. And so I'm, I'm just trying to be, um, yeah, a resource that I could have really used when I was younger because I struggled with an eating disorder and like addictions to exercise and really, really low um, uh, body image, like super sore or not sore, low and what am I trying to say? Low self-esteem is what I'm trying to say. And yeah, so I was an educational assistant for a long time. And then I had to leave that line of work. Um, it was just becoming unsafe to work with some of the kids. And so we felt led for me to quit. And then I didn't know what I was supposed to do because I, I left a job without having another job in place, which is like, they say, that's a big no-no, like wait till you have something else in place. And so I was a stay-at-home um, wife for a year and that was crazy because that's super like counter-cultural now. And, but then one day I was in the park praying and I was like, God, what do you, what do you want me to do with my life? What's my calling? And I heard him say, I want you to be a health coach. And I was like, what, what is that? So I researched it and I found this school and at the time, they had a crazy good um, deal on tuition or a discount. So I, I just, we talked about it for a week. We had to decide um, in a week if we wanted that discount. And I just felt like God was saying through scripture, like, yeah, like different places confirming, like, I want you to do this. And so then I went for it and yeah, and now I have this business and yeah, it's super exciting and not where I thought I would be um, years ago. I was super shy. So if you would have told me, like, if you would have told my eight-year-old self, one day you're going to be doing like Zoom calls with people you've never met before and coaching them and I would have not believed you I don't think <laughs> so yeah that's kind of where I am wow that's so amazing so you literally were just in a situation where you're kind of like what do I do now and then you really like uh, prayed about it like sought the Lord about it and then you're like okay this is the new direction and then even this school and this um, program how did you even know about it and how did you then go from that program to having a business because I know it's one thing to actually go to school, but it's a whole other thing to apply it. Yeah. So when I heard God in the park say, just whisper kind of like to my heart, I want you to be a health coach. I went and I, I thought I had maybe saw the word health coach on someone's Instagram account. So I went and found them and I kind of read like their bio on their um, website. And then it said they went to a certain school. And so I researched that school and then I contacted them to kind of do a, a call with me to explain what their experience was and so then I went to that school and they did teach us a little bit about business at this health and life coaching school, um, but not like a ton. So I've had to do a lot of learning on my own, just uh, YouTube videos and books and podcasts. And it's been, as you know, a big learning curve, learning how to run your own business. And because you're not, I'm not just doing coaching. I still have to like do the accountant role and the bookkeeper role and the marketing. And it's, it's weird wearing all these, these different hats that I've never went to school for. I only went mostly for coaching. So. Um, yeah, they did teach a little bit, but I've had to just go out and find resources. And I found it was really overwhelming, all the resources out 
out there for business building. So then I was like, okay, God, which podcast do you want me to listen to? Because there's just too many. And so I've also been trying to be spirit led in like the resources that he wants me to do. And I'm, I'm being spirit led literally be uh, through peace. The scriptures say be led forth with peace. So if I don't feel peace about one podcast, I won't listen to it. It's not that it has bad information, but it just might not be um, maybe the way they present it might be super overwhelming for my personality. And so, yeah, that's, that's, does that kind of answer your question a bit? Yeah, definitely. And it's like something I could definitely relate to even starting with Okiki and, and uh, yeah, it was like this whole other world of like, you have, especially for creative um, entrepreneurs or or people who are kind of, like you said, like in a health or teaching space, even I find like, you know what you want to talk about, but then there's this whole other layer of things that come with being a business owner that you just don't expect. So especially the first year, it's kind of like getting plowed by this massive wave. So I can definitely relate. And it's so possible to over-educate, like you said. And so even at some point I was listening to like 40 podcasts at the same time and I had to be like, whoa, like I need to like, (laughs) you know, streamline my time. So it's it's very real. So thanks for being um, really um, authentic about that process. So your school really focused on teaching you the life and health coaching, but all that social media, all of that is really something you took upon yourself to learn, it sounds like. And you really um, did your due diligence to try and be up to speed for that. So I guess what exactly is a life and health coach? And why why is that something that could be really valuable to someone, especially now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, different. So a health coach is coaching you on your health, essentially. So you're eating, you're sleeping, your exercise, stuff like that. But different people do it from a different lens. Some people will do it through a diet lens, like maybe there'll be a keto health coach or a, any kind or, um, I don't know, paleo or stuff like that. But I do intuitive eating health coaching. And my school wasn't necessarily on intuitive eating, but I've just that's what I align with. And I, I'm not super big on diets. I'm more on um, intuitive eating is learning to uh, recognize your body cues and doing what your body cues are telling you to do when when you should rest how much you should eat when you should eat what you should eat so that's what I do as a health coach and then life coaching I actually do a lot of life coaching when I did my certificate it was a dual certificate so you became a health and a life coach and I thought I don't really need the life coaching like I just want the health coach part but I actually do a ton of life coaching because I'm finding that people's struggles with food and body image it doesn't really have anything to do with the food or their body it's something something deeper in their life that we need to dig deep to find the root of those those struggles with food and body image. And so I do coach actually a ton around life as well as food. So maybe there's something in their childhood that they have to work through some and just helping them find out like the origin stories of their food struggles. Where did those beliefs come from that you have about carbs being bad or that one body type is better than the other body type and just kind of digging into that and then helping them to heal kind of and change some of those mindsets and yeah, so um, hopefully that shines some light on what a health and life coach kind of is. Yeah, no, that's really great to hear. You have a really cool approach to it. I think there was another lady like a few episodes back who who was a bit into that and then fitness oriented, mm. especially like, um, but it was kind of like a similar idea. She also wasn't super into like the trends of diet. She was like very much more into like what is a long-term lifestyle? What is, um, yeah, 
who are you trying to become rather? <laughs> so it's really interesting hearing that theme from you as well as, and it's, it's true. It's deeper than food, you know, um, everything is, whether it's workaholism, whatever. And so I, I love that you actually discovered, actually, it's really good that I have this training too, and I'm able to support them this way. And so I wanted to ask what was then other than learning all the new business things, what was the biggest obstacle you faced in launching this initiative and, and this business of yours? I think probably the balance of work-life balance was hard at first, just not working all the time because I do love what I do, but you still need to take breaks from what you love to do. And I'm a, I don't know if you're into like the Enneagram personality test, but I'm an Enneagram three and we, we can be little workaholics because it's just part of, yeah, you can relate with that. So um, just learning how to do things in a balanced way and telling myself that rest and work, they have equal value. I don't have more worth if I got more done on my to-do list and just knowing that rest is actually going to make me more productive and hash out even better quality work when I take a break to refresh myself and just reminding myself that when I rest, God, he's still working on my business. And I think of him as my business partner or like the CEO of Nutrition with Nyla. And so just, yeah, learning to rest, I guess, has been the probably the biggest struggle just because of my personality. But I'm learning through trial and error and trying to do like no judgment if I do do some work too much. It's like, instead of being really mean to myself, um, I'll just say, hmm, I didn't really like how that felt. I felt pretty exhausted. So what could I do tomorrow to just tweak that? So I feel a little more balanced. And um, so just learning trial and error and then tweaking things as you go and with no judgment, but just some just kindness for yourself, because it's okay to be human because I am human. So yeah. Wow. What you just said really resonated with me because uh, as I was pointing, if you, <laughs> all of you who can't uh, see it, uh, I was pointing at myself when she said Enneagram 3 because I discovered I'm that as well. And same challenges. Um, but I love what you said about no judgment too in your process. I think that could apply to so many areas. And for sure, mm -hmm. there are days I'm trying to work really hard on that too. And there are days where I'm like, oh, I really did need to do those extra five things, but I was like driven towards it. And yeah. And then like you said, telling yourself, you know, okay, I didn't really like how that felt. Let's try again tomorrow. I, I love that. So um, just kind of moving from that, what were the initiatives you took to build your brand? I noticed that you do quite a lot on Instagram. And when did that become, yeah, part of your, you know, process, you know, inbound marketing and, and how exactly did you go about it? How exactly did you decide like, this is the place I should be. And what were the steps you took to really build your brand there? Yeah, it was actually, I got on Instagram probably uh, four years ago, actually. And I was feeling led to do it for a different reason, just to share inspirational devotions, little mini devotions for Christian women. And so I was on there under a different handle, actually, it was called strong for the savior. So I kind of had built up this Christian audience on there, but I and then I just, I kept that Instagram for when I launched my business. Cause it was still, I I'm a intuitive eating coach for Christian women. So it was still applicable to speak to that audience, but, um, about like nutrition. And so yeah, it was kind of cool that I had already built up a little bit of an audience first. And, and then I just, yeah, changed the handle and started talking about more so nutrition, even though before I had still been talking about health matters in my devotions, um, that I had been doing before. And yeah, I started 
a website, learned how to do all of that and learned how to like create the little link in Instagram where it can take you to like a landing page. It took me a while to Google, what is that thing called when you click on the link in the bio? And like, I want that little thing. And then I found out through talking to a friend, like that's called a landing page. And so I just, I didn't even know what some of the things were called. And so just Google, just talk to people. What's, what's this thing or, or pull it up on my phone and show someone I want this, but I don't know what it's called. And like, um, found out how to do email marketing and like a lead magnet, just all again, listening to podcasts and things like that. And watching little tutorials on YouTube about how to even do Instagram stories. I didn't know how to do that because I wasn't doing that before with my, um, when I was just doing devotions on Instagram. So I watched a a little YouTube tutorial of how to do stories because I I didn't know how to do that. And um, it was really funny. And some of the stories that are the videos I was watching on YouTube for tutorials, it would be like a, a kind of an elderly lady teaching them. And it was interesting because I'm, I'm 29. So it just felt like it felt interesting. Like, I feel like this is reversed. Usually the younger person is teaching the older person how to use the apps, but it I don't know. She's doing a really great job on the ones I was watching. It was just funny, but <laughs> so. Where did you find this elderly lady teaching Instagram stories? Because it, I want to see these. <laughs> it was on YouTube somewhere. I don't even remember the name, but it was just, she's really good. She knew how to like share her screen to show it and like it was it was just funny but (laughs) she did a great job because she taught me how to use stories (laughs) so yeah and also so that was kind of the process of building the content what about building your audience and when did you start seeing people like really resonate with your message and come to you through this platform I think it was when like one of my business values is being authentic and showing up that I still struggle and just because I know when you can share authentic Uh, like when you share that you're authentic, people relate with that. Like, oh, she's struggling. She has hard days. I do too. And it builds this bridge of connection, even with a complete stranger. So when I started sharing um, just my raw story of, hey, I've been in your shoes. I've had an eating disorder or I've been obsessed with health before and just sharing, I know what that's like. But then describing that it can, it doesn't have to be that way. I've changed and you can change too. And just another value of mine is inspiration. So um just sharing that you can change like no matter how long you've been in a harmful relationship with food doesn't like your current situation doesn't have to remain your final destination and just sharing that verbally with people also and but online too in posts and but also I think the big change um, in getting more people was being more confident like I actually have something of value that that can really increase the quality of their life. And also I think being more confident in God um, to bring me clients. I know there's a verse that says like his grace is sufficient and like grace can mean like his unmerited unearned favor, but it can also mean like his ability, like anointing. So I just remind myself like his grace, like his ability is sufficient, like to help these people and to bring clients my way. And so honestly, just having trust that he's going to bring people my way and praying like bring me the people who you want me to work with and I trust that you're going to do that that faith has actually been helping bring clients in and I know um, it's not like traditional advice that someone would say like just trust God but it does work and I was watching this video once and it was saying you need to know your sales funnel like how you got people from um, like just being like a cold prospect to being like a paying client like how did that work because then you need to be repeat it and I found that really it's just trusting God and that has been my sales funnel in a way is just saying yeah I know you're going to bring who you want to bring to work with me and yeah so I know it might not make sense to some people if they don't share 
um, my faith, but yeah, that's what's worked for me. So does that make sense? Kind of? Yeah. So you talk a lot about like being authentic, being honest with your journey and story, and then really having that faith, having that trust that God will just bring whoever needs to have your coaching needs to have your, um, yeah, your support. So that, and I guess that's your process of doing the business, which is mm. yeah, totally, totally fine and totally interesting to hear and really cool. Um, I was going to ask too, do you find that through Instagram, is a lot of your audience local or do you find it's been global? Have you been surprised by where some of these people have come from? Yeah, it's actually, I did a poll and most of them are not from Canada. I'm, I'm in Canada, Saskatchewan, and some of them are in the States, but I was actually coaching a client the other day in Barcelona, Spain. So they're like all over the world, but mostly American, I would say, which has surprised me. I thought it would be more Canadians for some reason. I'm not sure why I thought that. I thought it would just be more in the same country as me, but yeah, it's definitely mostly been Americans, but that's the beauty of technology that we can help people all over the world. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Definitely. And did you feel like that almost increased during COVID, um, given that more people are at home and maybe did want coaching in that way? Was it the same frequency for you or, or did you find it was actually like more of an influx because of, of the way you've been coached? Like, like you said, digitally. Huh, I, I never have considered that if maybe it's been increasing also because of COVID and people being more home and maybe having more time. I don't know, because my business, it's I still refer to it like as a baby business. It's only officially like maybe six months old. And that's helpful for me to remind myself when I'm comparing myself to someone who has like a six year old business to be like, wait, my six month old business shouldn't look like a six year old, just like human six month old won't look like a six year old. But so yeah. it's grown because it's getting older, but it, it possibly could because of COVID just people having more time to um, think and like reflect even on, you know, what I don't really like how I was living when I was so busy. So maybe just saying, you know, I have the time I'm gonna work on that. I think that might have been some of the reasons of some of my clients, but I don't maybe think all of them. So maybe a little bit though. So it might for you, I guess it, it's probably was somewhat similar to before just because of again, resonating with your message and uh, connecting with you and your values as well. Very cool. Um, so in light of that, uh, where do you see this business in a year or in five years from now? <laughs> yeah, that's such a fun question just to dream about. I love um, yeah, just dreaming. Where would I love this to go? And um, I, I want to do like more um, courses. I want to create some courses like audio courses. Like you can see, I have this fancy mic here. <laughs> want to put that to use and create some courses <laughs> and do some books and some eBooks and um yeah, maybe some more guest speaking. I've done a little bit of that and do some more of that and maybe do like group coaching. I know that's a thing. And maybe my dream would be to have an assistant so that some of this busy work that I don't have to do all solo and just kind of giving some of these hats that I maybe don't love, like the bookkeeping to someone else. I think that is kind of what I would love to do. And um, yeah, just upgrade some of the equipment so it works a little better. But yeah. So awesome. So um, I wanted to give you also a chance to um, talk about how do you balance the use of IG? So you're trying to grow your business, but you also need to put yourself out there. So I know that was the topic you wanted to talk about as well. What is your advice to people trying to find that healthy balance um, in using that 
Mm-hmm. My advice would be don't just do what everyone else is doing because that might not be a good fit for you. And that that like intuitive eating is really that too, not just copying what everyone else is eating, um, finding a way that feels good in your body that works for you. And so I know at first I was just copying what I saw other successful entrepreneurs doing on Instagram and they were posting every day and they were sharing just like so many things on stories. And I was just trying to mimic what they were doing, thinking that that formula must be what I have to do to get success. But it just was leaving me not feeling good, just um, posting that much. And so then I really just found, I realized that I just had to ask myself, am I doing this because God told me to do it? Or am I doing it just because I saw someone else do it and get success? And um, God took me to Philippians 4.13 that talks about, um, like, I can do anything through God who gives me strength. But when you look at the amplified version, it has in brackets added, like, I can do anything he's called me to do. And then I've been asking myself, is he actually calling me to do this? Or am I just taking it on myself and I'm not going to be successful if I'm doing things that I'm not actually called to do and anyway so he led me to actually um post way less I only post a couple times a week and I take like big breaks off of Instagram even though um people are like no that can really mess up like all of the technology behind Instagram like people might not see your posts if you don't post all the time and um but I'm just feeling like no I I need to keep a balance and I need to be present with my family and those big breaks really help because social media is designed for you to be addicted to it. And so when I cut myself off for a few like full days, I feel like I'm just, um, yeah, I'm cutting off that dependency that I'm starting to feel towards it. And if I just slash it and just cut it off for a day or two, I just can come back feeling more in control. And it's like, I'm in control. You're not controlling me social media and I can use you in a healthy way and just taking, yeah, just so again, through trial and error, finding what works for you for balance. And it's probably going to look a lot different than an another person might um, feel good in their usage. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. I could totally resonate with that. And like the idea of like, you know, yeah, yet again, another thing that we could be addicted to as humans, right? I think we could be addicted to so much. And yeah, I found myself also like prayerfully like asking like those questions of like, okay, how am I going to like strategize my time where I spend it, what I do? I'm kind of like you said, I had to get a VA to help with my (laughs) podcast for that exact reason, because it was like, all day, every day, plus quiet work. And it's super important, like you said, to just create those breaks because the funny thing is I've noticed sometimes something that is like working or typical for someone else is different for you. Like a good example is a lot of people know I talk a lot about posting content on LinkedIn. And like all the big people I followed would post at certain times or you'll Mm -hmm. see online post at these times, right? And then one day I posted at like like 8 p.m., on a Monday, it wasn't even like the recommended time. And that was when I got the most views because everyone is different and your audiences are unique to you. So it is really important, like you said, just to find your rhythms, find what's working. And it sounds like you doing that hasn't actually affected you getting client intake, it sounds like. Anyways, like you're still able to reach those people that resonate with your message. So yeah, I think just having that key awareness of like who's actually connecting with me and just serving them as opposed to just being everywhere like everyone else because not everyone's audience is your audience. So I like how you mentioned that. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. Do you have any upcoming projects that you'd like our audience yeah my audience really to know about 
Yeah, um, I actually have an ebook that's going to be coming out in, I'm hoping February, and it's it's actually going to be an audio book too. So you can, when you buy one, you get actually both because I know I sometimes like to read, but sometimes I like to be read too, depending on the day. And um, mm-hmm. so that's super fun. It's called the Confident Bod Club, and it's a two week devotion on how to improve your body image biblically. So I do have that coming out. And then probably in the summer, I have actually a major project that is coming out. I did a, I've actually put my story, like my food freedom memoir. I've actually put it into book format and I've created like a workbook too. So it, it's, you read about my chapter, like maybe how my eating disorder affected my marriage. And then there's a workbook sheet at the end of that chapter to kind of work through things yourself. So I'm hoping that is coming out in, in uh, the summer, but editing a book and all that is, it often takes longer than you think. It's like a massive project, but um, if people do want a book now, if they're like, this is cool, I want to check it out. I have a free ebook that is available on my Instagram if you go to the little link in the bio and it kind of walks you through like the day in the life of an intuitive eater and exerciser and it gives you just some questions to ask yourself if you're wanting to kind of get into that headspace to figure out what is my body asking for and it's it's a really quick read it's only like a five minute read there's lots of pretty pictures in there so they can check that out if they if they'd like so yeah those are some of the things I have on the go Mm -hmm. So exciting to hear. And uh, just because I've, I actually know you, I'm like, I now I'm remembering like you're a prolific writer as well. Like, I believe you've come out with a few books at this point. And I remember meeting you and be like, what? <laughs> like we were like in our early 20s. And I was like, you've already come out with like three books. I, I was so inspired by that. So yeah, mm-hmm. you all have to definitely uh, check out um, Nyla's books. Uh, we will have those links in the show notes of this episode. And just let's say thank you so much again for coming on my podcast and sharing with me what you've been up to it's just a pleasure to have you here today and uh, thank you for sharing your value with the audience yeah thanks for having me this was so fun being <laughs>